How are you? Parshas Tazriya Metzora Rishon. Now, although Tazriya Metzora are connected to each other this week, and it seems like it's not that many psukim even together, they are extremely difficult. We will try to do some basics and some a little more in some of the Rashi's things we can learn presently to us today, because obviously, as all of us know, the laws of Tzaras, of Metzora, do not apply in today's world. In the beginning of Tazriya, we start with the laws of childbirth. When a woman gives birth, she has a certain amount of days where she's considered a pure woman and a certain amount of days where she's considered an impure woman. And the Torah discusses the details of this and it adds in one special pasuk, which is important to know, Pasuk Gimel right away. It says on the eighth day, on the eighth day, the person shall be circumcised. Now, since it says on the eighth day, the person shall be circumcised, the Talmud learns from this a special halacha that even though normally, if someone would perform the act of circumcision, it should be a violation of Shabbos. You are cutting someone, cutting is a violation of Shabbos. But there is a special Pasuk in the Torah that tells us that if Shabbos comes out by Yom Hashmini on the eighth day, eighth day only, we do perform a Brit Milah on Shabbos when it's the eighth day. If the, that means if a child is born on Shabbos, eight days later on Shabbos again, we will perform a Brit Milah. If for some reason we could not do it on that Shabbos, the kid is sick, the kid is delayed or something like that, then we are, the kid becomes available for a Brit Milah on a Shabbos, we do not do it on Shabbos. In fact, if you do it on Shabbos, then it is a violation of Shabbos. The only time we perform a Brit Milah on Shabbos is day eight itself from a special Pasuk in this week's Parsha, special words in this week's Parsha. That is the first eight Sukkim. Then we start chapter 13, which will go for the next couple chapters dealing with Saras. As we know, just as a basic to understand this, this is one of the most difficult parshas in the Torah. Extremely difficult. What we have to know for ourselves is this. We can realize that Saras is not necessarily only a physical ailment. We don't believe it's a physical ailment. It's a physical ailment that is a manifestation of a spiritual ailment. Everything in our life is like that. Anytime something occurs in our life, it is really a spiritual event occurring. We are the manifestation of that, which means in reality, the world is 100% spiritual. It seems 100% physical, but the physical is only the outcome of the spiritual world. And we have to know that everything we do is based on the original spirituality that then manifests itself physically. Here we have the Torah tells us certain elements are going to occur to someone based on physical deficiencies, but that's not really what it really is. It really is spiritual deficiencies. Now, what we do in this case, you should know when you're reading the parasha on the Shnai Mikra, notice that it always says the word Kohen. The special halacha is someone does not become labeled a Mitzayra or becomes purified from this nega of Taras unless a Kohen makes the official declaration. You can go to Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, the greatest rabbi of the generation, and say, I don't know what a nega looks like. What do you think? And he could tell you, I know what this is doesn't change anything whatsoever. Until a Kohen comes, a 13-year-old boy, maybe a 12-year-old girl as well, according to some rabbis, come and say, oh, Rav Moshe, is that a, a nega? Is that not a nega? And Rav Moshe says, say the words. The words that come out of the Kohen's mouth or the Kohenus' mouth is what makes the person a Mitzvah. If someone knows 100% what their element is, is Saras, they are not yet contaminated. There is nothing they have to do except go to a Kohen and get the official declaration. The same thing works in reverse. If they're hiding out on their outside of, of the camp and now they realize that, that the Tzaras went away, they are not purified. I, it's not there anymore, it doesn't matter. They must go back to a Kohen and get the official declaration. This teaches us many lessons. One we have to know is, even if you're looking at something and it's clear, it doesn't make a difference. Words count. When the Kohen says it, or the Kohen doesn't say it, what counts more. So you could look at someone and say, oh, I know he's doing that. What do I gain by just adding the words to it? The words matter. You know someone's doing something wrong and you think you have to give him Musr? Understand, even if he's doing something wrong, the Musr has a powerful effect. 
The first lesson we must learn from these parashas are every word is valuable. Someone gets saras. You know why? He spoke evil talk. Lashon hara. The first lesson we must focus on the beginning of this entire week is that our words count tremendously. Thank you. Get ready for tomorrow.